0: This podcast is proudly supported by Drama Victoria. Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman and today we're speaking with Lindy Clark from Caulfield Grammar. Lindy is also a current com member and ex-president of Drama Victoria. We sat down to talk about how Lindy is using the online space to develop performances at her school. These are co-curricular performances actually using ex-students and we discussed how we are developing our 9-12 play as well. This conversation was recorded online using Zoom, so the audio quality is not as high as it usually is. Without further ado, I bring you Lindy Clark on Productions Online. We welcome to the podcast, Lindy. Hi, Lindy. How are you going?
1: Hi, Nick. Great to be here.
0: Thanks so much for giving us your time. Pleasure. So what's happening at your school at the moment?
1: Mm, the school's pretty empty, uh, but lots of <laughs> online activity uh, in the uh, bedrooms and studies, I think.
0: And you're engaging some of your ex-students. Let's hear about that.
1: Okay. I've got student ex-students and one of my concerns was being on Facebook and all sorts of Instagram-y um, social media with ex-students and one student was heading to... Um, Brisbane to work on Animal Farm. He'd been cast. It was a touring production for six months. He just finished helping me direct uh, my year 12 show and then bang, this occurred, no work. One of my girls had just finished at the Opera House in six, um, straight out of VCA, got a job in the musical theatre production and bang, came back to Melbourne sitting around Nothing to do, and I'm watching this anxiety online, and I'm thinking to myself, someone's got to do something for these kids. Someone's got to, uh, you know, you connect with them. How I always connect with kids, and I, you know, spontaneously go, if you're online, I'll let's have a chat, or let's connect, or what any uh, suggesting plays to see on National Theatre Live, which you know I want to have a chat with kids about because creatives being cooped up in a space with possibly other creatives, Artis, artists are fairly um, anxious people and not to be able to create in this time of uncertainty as well as losing your income is, you know, it's a double whammy. And then I've got two students, one who's went to Stella Adler uh, and Juilliard, and he has come back from New York. And he was in isolation for two weeks, so I've been online talking to him. And then I've got another student who also has just come out of isolation. He's been at the Atlantic studio, David Mamet's studio in New York. And he's just come off doing a end-of-semester, before spring break, 15-minute one-act plays and we had a social distancing walk because he lives around the corner from me and he was telling me about the script he was in this play he was in it's 15 minutes it's based on the um world health organization which i think is a really interesting time of a research study that was published in 2016 about the male contraceptive pill and I thought this is this is a great way for these kids, and it's for me being fairly moronic um, on any online uh, platform. I thought we'll start small, and I have this vision of of growing big, um, and eventually, if you've seen that um, two gentlemen of Verona performance that was online about three weeks ago, which started me thinking, I think there was something like fifteen actors from all over the world, performing, with the director actually reading the stage directions. And these people were not in costume. Um, These people were just in their normal outfit. Uh, But this particular play lends itself to three men sitting in a trial room. It opens up in a clinic. It's got three different sort of caricatures or stereotypes of males, 120, 127 and 134. And they've been volunteering to do a a trial on male contraceptive. It's an injection. And their partners were to go off the uh, pill. And these guys went for something like 12 or 14 weeks. And the doctor running the trial was female. And uh, long story short, uh, the three men, it's just talking heads to a degree, And we had our first read-through. I sent the uh, script out to the kids. It's only about a 40-page script. It runs for about 15 to 20 minutes. And I think that's the key, hopefully, trying to find a script to start with that um, interests people. That is, to me, is political. For me, it's also a feminist statement because uh, at the end of the script... They cut the trial. Uh, This is based on the true story. They cut the trial because the men were getting mood swings. They were getting acne. They were getting overly emotional. And from the injections, they were getting sore arms. And so they had a negative response to the injection and the trial was cut. Ironically, this is what women go through all the time. So it's a statement about contraception. And it's a statement about lots of things that we're still exploring. We had a read through on Sunday night and, and a meeting. And in that time, we discussed the cliches in it, the characters in it. Uh, we didn't want to make them cliched. Uh, we also have this a couple of times in the script where the men talk over each other. And we were thinking, well, OK, how do we? How do we sort that? How do we look at recording that without blurring the visuals? Um, but it, it was actually quite a, uh, it was actually a really successful first run. And we're going to probably have another run and record Thursday night. We just want to tweet the script. We actually have got permission. She's a 24 year old writer from New York that is allowing us to do this. And where we take it will probably be the platform, the old, the School Grammarians Association. Um, it's for free. We're not doing it to make any money. We're just trying to get these guys an opportunity to perform and an opportunity to get more exposure. A couple of them have to check with their agents about what they can do and what they can't do. But this is sort of the first of our um, first of my concepts of doing this, and hopefully, I'll, I'm going to also then re explore this idea with my year 12s as well.
0: So you think when when taking on a project like this,
1: vitally important at this time to
0: find a piece that, that students are going to connect with, or sorry, the performers are going to connect with, the audiences are going to want to hear about, something that might be political, something that's short is your is your leaning, yeah, yeah and something yeah. that can be done over, over the online space. So plays like 12 Angry Men or A Few Good Men or Brilliant Lies or Face to Face by David Williamson, like these might be plays, courtroom style dramas, things where we have face-to-face in conversations, those might be better than what like, broad sweeping pieces. But then again, yep. anything by Ibsen or Chekhov might be great at this time because it is about listening and watching and seeing and thinking.
1: So, or, or extracts from something. The next thing I'm uh, considering doing with this group, so I've brought in pro- kids who are professionally trained. Um, these are my ex-students who have gone on, and there's a few of them, but there's not that many, who have gone on to Um, train and perform because they know me and they know how I work. We can finish each other's sentences because they've done something like 12 plays with me when they were at school. Now, some of them haven't been at school since 2009, but the thing is when they're familiar with the director One, that makes it a lot easier. Two, they're prepared to experiment because they've got the training. We start small and then my next idea is to do either sections of uh, Midsummer Night's Dream, looking at the mechanicals and bringing other actors in, kids without the same skill base, but people who still want to be creative, But more importantly, Nick, it's people who want to just connect creatively.
0: Yeah, well, we have our school play at the moment, our 9 to 12 play, which is really exciting for us. We're about to have our four-day retreat this Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Uh, We obviously leave some time for Anzac Day. Then we jump into our retreat. So we're planning on having our rehearsals totally online. We're going to take a few hours each day. We've actually taken three Shakespeare's. We've called the, the production Shakespeare on love rather than Shakespeare in love. And it's three short plays or edited plays on the concept of love. So we have a modern take on Romeo and Juliet. We have a contemporary look at Taming of the Shrew. And we have a twist on All's Well that Ends Well. So we've condensed these massive works into short 20-minute pieces with 12 to 14 cast members each. And basically, we're doing read-throughs online and short scenes online. So basically, taking a leaf out of your book there, but rather than choosing a a short play um, with a small cast, what we're doing is we're just rehearsing those short scenes one bit at a time and then we're going to put it together uh, as a team when we come back to school whenever that is so we can have a community event that we can return to the whole hope is that theatre can bring us together when we come back but I've also played with just doing the readings online Um, uh, luckily or unluckily this year uh, an ex-student and I we wrote a musical called Bearded together, we put that submission to the Australian Musical Theatre Festival, and we were going to have a workshop on that, which now is going to move to 2021, but we did a full reading with an amazing cast of highly skilled musical theatre performers, and it worked amazingly on teams. We sent the script out, I read the stage directions, we played the songs, even using Zoom. We thought it was sensational, and the actors brought so much energy, charisma, um, so that was just a first draft. So now we can go back and edit the script based on their sensational readings, because we couldn't get probably better people to read the parts. You know, we had uh, we had amazing people basically, and we're really lucky to grab them. So I think this online productions thing can definitely work, and we're going to start our musical online as well next week. We've got auditions next week, so they'll they'll check in on Teams. They'll all they'll send in the video if their internet connection is unstable. We're just going to run it like we're face to face teaching, and I think. We think it's going to be great. We're excited, at least.
1: That's that's fantastic. I I love that idea of particularly of the um, Shakespeare on Love. Or I love that idea too. How many kids have you got in that cast?
0: Forty seven. Wow. So and wow. Eight, we have three directors, three short plays. Um, we have Year Eight stage managers as well, as which play as the stage manager to help. So. Uh, we think it's really manageable and they're only 20 minutes each like they're really short we've really cut the heck out of shakespeare's words um but we've you know obviously kept the main story kept the main idea and up the comedy they're silly and fun and hopefully a great introduction to lots of people to shakespeare because we haven't our our drama program is only five years old so we're not going to jump into a to a hamlet with everyone speaking in high language so we're going to just you yeah, know, it's a quick introduction and then we're gonna build and build and build. I,
1: I actually think the more you can make Shakespeare accessible and fun, it doesn't matter what you do to it, because I've seen too many kids that have been scarred by bad teaching of it, um, from often um the literature department. So that's a bit controversial. But I just think if you could get a, if you could get a kid engaged with the language of Shakespeare, it doesn't matter how you do it, I think it's exceptionally important
0: yeah and hopefully this will just be a fun fun romp and something that the community can come together and and laugh at in term three that's our hope and if we can't come back in term three and things keep happening we have plans to do short film versions as well so we'll get great costumes spend what little money we had on costumes and film it properly and make a little three little short films then that'll be something special they can have forever so no matter what we're going to do something cool
1: great and that you know what the kids just need this they need i guess a carrot at the end of the stick that's practical because for a whole day in a classroom they're getting spoken at um and so getting something practical is really important i think it's it's amazing i i'm starting with the older students the older ex students because i need to build up my skills i don't have your level of, of expertise and skills or an understanding of the platforms and how they work. So this is really a learning, a huge learning curve for me. And and the ex students are much more um, giving of their, uh, generous with their time and energy and patience with me than possibly a year 10 class would be.
0: Possibly, who can say? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that. true. But it's great leaning, leaning on those experienced performance. Like I'm really lucky that I got to do that read-through with, you know, melbourne's australia some of their best performers because they just brought the professionalism and knocked it out of the park it's like what a great way to trial this rather than hoping the year seven has, has read the script and hoping they understand the words and but we know we got capable people with interest and instincts delivering great content and then we're like okay this can work so let's see if we can scaffold it for everybody else i think that's a great way to do it i should have thought of that myself it's a great idea lindy
1: um the one of the things I found really interesting is when I first proposed it to her because these kids are you know ex-students of mine who've gone on to careers and I'm just the sort of the uh, the old drama teacher who wouldn't really know a lot Um, but they're just sort of placating me and, and, and going, yeah, you know, you're a funny old thing and we love you, but still. And then when we started the read through on Sunday night, the people that had been reticent and I'm talking about an actor who's been working in New York for a while, suddenly they started to go, yeah, this is great. This is a really challenging script because it's a really challenging topic and it's got layers and layers on it. And I don't, I do almost everything I do has got a political base to it in some fashion, but they, um, they actually, at the end of it, went. one of them just went, Oh my God, that was fun, which just made me go, Oh, thank God. You're not just calming an old lady down, but they really, they got something out of it, which I didn't know that they expected to. So that was really important.
0: That's an awesome takeaway. That's great. Well, hopefully some other people are out there doing their productions as well. And we can hear from them.
1: Yeah, it would be, it'd be wonderful because starting to share scripts, um, I hadn't thought of A Few Good Men, but that's a really great one. Um, I think just throwing this around, people really got some suggestions that we may never have even thought of.
0: Definitely. And I know there's an American writer who's actually written a script for, for an online format. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't read it yet. I've heard, had some feedback that it's okay. So it's a, for a cast of 50 students. Oh, Wow. It's an online play. I'll try and put a link in the description to this episode.
1: Great. One of the one of the kids, um, one of my boys who's from New York, was saying there's a thing on Instagram that comes up every Thursday. It's called Theater Without Theater, and every Thursday, a group of actors in New York get together and perform on an on. I haven't watched it yet on an online platform uh, performance on Instagram. I mean, that's another idea.
0: Cool. Great ideas. Let's keep you yep. coming. That's awesome. And if you have any ideas, share them on our Facebook or on SoundCloud or at Drama Victorians, anywhere that you can share because we'd all love to hear stories from what people are doing out there. Well,
1: Absolutely.
0: Thank you so much for your time, Lindy.
1: That's my pleasure. Stay safe, everybody.
0: Thank you. Well, that is all from us at The Aside. A big thank you for Lindy for jumping on the phone and having a conversation with us. We have a load of episodes in the bank, so feel free to go through those and find one that piques your interest. We have over 250 episodes and almost 50,000 people listening to the Aside Podcast now, so a huge thank you to everyone who tunes in each week or listens to their episodes religiously. If you'd like to ask us a question, do not hesitate to do so at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here, to Aaron Searle for providing the music, to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support, and of course, thank you for listening.